like a bad habit. But better than you've ever had it. You are rocking with the Wednesday Night A Show. It's the AEW. I never fucked that up. Right here on Twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brand. I'm the Great Bull with Hudusinza. Josh Custodio. My big brother's here. No one I like to see more on a Wednesday than the other half of the Sword and Shield. The man of 100 likes these Zoobs in the house. Zoobs, you're, you're wearing a black hoodie. And am I, am I right in saying the blue you have behind you? Normally, it's a lighter purple. Am I right in saying it's a darker blue tonight? uh i suppose you are there's a i have a second set of string lights you can probably see a little bit better maybe they're dominating the light conversation today okay. um lighting is not the best in front of me i'm sort of flashing i can see uh but yeah a little a little blue a little bluer in the back it's cold it's like it's a cold blue yeah i actually uh, don't mind it i feel like it's in theme or it's go. sort of a cozy episode tonight where maddie and i are we're in blizzard mode so i did the whole you probably know this move zoobs you go and get way too many groceries before they tell you it's gonna snow tomorrow sure sure like, oh absolutely. i need six cans of tomato soup yeah you never know uh freezing it's freezing here it's this i'm in the black hoodie i was not hooded up until i came into this room it's so cold in this in the room that i'm currently in right now so uh bundled for sure Here's a guy who always makes us both feel warm. It's Matt Prince keeping the show on the rails. Uh, Maddie, how are you doing tonight? I am. Uh, I I'm doing okay, Josh. I'm doing okay. I'm. Uh, I'm you beat up. Out there. <laughs> I have uh, been beat up by the elements, and I'm. Uh, mm. just not, I'm just. I'm just uh, a bit on edge, Josh. I'm a bit on edge. Okay, great. I won't. I won't uh, poke and prod. Great to see Matt Prince tonight. Well, if you insist, uh, we have a little <laughs> bit of. Yeah, yeah. He could do a couple minutes if he had to. <laughs> there was some. There was some dental conversation before I came in as well. I remember. Ooh, your boy got his uh, five uh, fillings canceled today due to snowfall. Wow, five so, fillings. That's, that's such that's, a good cancellation. It's the best. Sucks. Now I don't have five fillings. Yeah, well, how long did you go in between in between dental appointments to have five fillings? You know, I'm uh, Zoops. I'm feeling a little suspicious of my current dentist, and I might look at uh, use this opportunity to uh, get a second Canvas. opinion. Yeah, uh, sure. The, the dental hygienist has been scraping away uh, with uh, no gentle touch, and uh, that's just not working for me. Sure. I it, two years ago, I I. I Went to the dentist. Very exciting stuff here. Uh, it, it had been, it had been, I think, thirteen years in between dental appointments. So I was like, I was what trying to run. explain. I was trying to explain, like, yeah, probably some buildup, probably some cavities, and like, yeah, it's, it seems pretty rough. What was your, what was your last appointment? And I was like, two thousand eleven. <laughs> like, oh, you were honest. You, I, I would have been like six months ago. Oh, because there's because there's some yeah six I did thirteen years of build up in six months. That's weirder than not going. For <laughs> you're the, right. Yeah, you're right. Who the hell was your dentist before? <laughs> the fuck do you think I was doing in every night? Well, you're just eating uh, fish and chips, lots of tartar sauce, <laughs> folks. This is the AE Double Dudes right here on Twitch.tv/slash Wrestling. Right, if you're here for the first time, we'd love it if you'd hit that follow button. If you're here for a repeat visit, you know the drill. Consider it a subscription. Consider playing a sound alert. We have all the WBCW themes down there now. People love to hear them. So even if you just want to hear them here. And spoiler alert, you're going to get to gamble tonight on AA Double Dudes. Earn some brain bucks, just Come like on. you do on Monday. We're not going to be left behind, Zoops. The sword and, the, the, we, we are the A show, you know what I'm saying? Welcome, uh, welcome, welcome dentist to the show real quick. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. How did full gear not get cut? I, I, I meant to. It was part. It was. It was just. I just about cut it. I'm so sorry. 
We just I removed promise. so many sounds. I promise, I promise this will be down as soon Did as possible. Did you remove this and put it back in? Sorry, Josh? Thank you, Ashley Fisher, for the subscription. Thank you to Pace. Discovering all the WBCW themes in the world. And yet. And yet, Zooms. Uh, of course, more plugs off the top. Patreon.com slash J0SHC. Movie review of Iron Claw. Mailbag. Wrestle Kingdom 18 review. Ticket into the Discord. Talk about wrestling every day with the smartest brains in the biz as well. If you're a block party patron, you might have seen yours truly pop up in there uh, today. And if not, consider going over there. Uh, I sat in for Stefan Heck telling his story on about how he was blocked by Colin Moriarty of IGN, Kind of Funny, and Last Stand Media. So check that out. Zoops, anything else we need to say before we we do what we do? And then we do and then we do what it is we do best around these parts. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Nothing to add to that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The, the Patreon is a uh, great value. The best five dollars you can spend in the business. Uh, tons of fun in there. I, I watch. I was. I was in there while watching New Japan uh, on the weekend. Yeah, I never really say that, but when I see people all the time, I'm like, "Hey, who's got a stream for this? Who's got a stream for that?" I want to be like, "There's a come Discord talk, you come, can join. Come <laughs> yeah. talk about it in the Discord. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> Let's talk." About it's, the like a it's like a live chat in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, with video. <laughs> the Zooms knows. All righty. Uh, Fruits Rival saying, we get what we pay for in Matt. We are maybe guilty as charged on that, Zooms. Yep. I mean, that joke was funnier when he wasn't actually getting paid. You notice that? Yeah, <laughs> the dead kings are in the house. Here's the music of what Soji Kanda chose by Mr. Curtis. Thank you, Nipple so Horrified to find out what the seconds of music per bit. Oh no, they're all short. Okay. <laughs> Every one of them are short. Alright. And the kings and general zoobs with all of that out of the way. And thank you again, Nibbles05. I think there were some subscriptions up above we can get to. But nonetheless, on a scale of one to seven. With one being the worst and seven being the best. What did you, the Brainiacs in the chat, and you, these zoobs, rate tonight's, let's call it as it is, extremely strong bookended episode of AEW Dynamite. I dropped the pen again. Maybe a sign of tonight not going good. You didn't spend money on it, but you did spend time. One to seven. Maddie, if you would please, maybe. Hit one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Come on. One, two, three, four. Come on. Five, six, seven. Come on. He hooks back. Come on. Zoobs, you ready for these scores? Uh, yeah, I think so. Some people coming, some people coming in, some alerts coming in. Let's let's hear it. Amazing. Here we go. Try to keep track of an average, if you will. 
Fruits are edible with a six Anfield Road one with a six I may have with a six Irish back 21 with a five and a half. Sam Fells with a five and a half stick bones with a five. Him, my name is Will with a five. Cashmere sweaters with a five. Seas up a 55 with a five. Love when that happens. Diddles of five with a five and a half. Also that. Condensa with a six. Kev with a five. Truck one with a five. Dark Lord DDKL with a five and a half. Sever one with a five. Keek 17 17 with a six. Ashton Kutcher with a five. Astro Bill with a five and a half. G Richie with a five. Albin 619 with a five and a half. Gandalf Lundgren with a six. Quagon Gin Juice with a six. Ryan PM with a five and a half. Hartnell with a five and a half. Cycle Lake Sabines with a five. Thank you, Dennis. Dirty work. Subscribing for 33 months. King style, a reliable five from VZ 5.75. From Ozzy and Best Friends, that's Dirty Work with a five. Geese Breck with a five. Truly McGinnis with a five. No clue what this is with a five. Pacefall with a six. Zoops, dare I say this is the easiest one to call an average on in, in months and months of the AEW. Yeah, I'm spelling, I'm spelling fives are in the air. Uh, call it a five. Call it a, call it a, call it a five right there. I suppose there wasn't much under five, was there? There wasn't there was some people that, that touched six, but I think I think spiritually the chat is at five, maybe five and a half. Looking at it, yeah. Looking back through it, there's five and a half, there's sixes. Let's go five and a half in the spirit of because we're a couple positive guys, Zoops. We're not losing Patreon business over being too negative. I I, I think tonight's <laughs> episode's a seven. Let me be hundred percent clear on that. <laughs> Flawless episode of television. You don't have nothing. to be positive here. You have to be positive in the Patreon. It doesn't matter what you do on this show. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, I'm a little lower. I'm not reading the exit surveys. I don't know. <laughs> How does the five and a half align with your feelings on the show tonight? Uh, it's a shade high. I, uh, if you, if you gun to the head on me here and were like, tell me what happened in the middle of this show, I would be like. They pulled the e break. I'd be like, Roderick Strong came out and there were tag matches. And then I would, I would, uh, I'd hum and haw, and I would wait for you to fill in the blank on that. Um, so, yeah, again, trying to be a little more dialed in on, on my true feelings here, and not, I'm probably lower than anybody in the chat. I think this is a sub, I think this is a four seven five for me. It's, it's not, it's, it's passable. It's just like it's not, wasn't wildly entertaining. Aside from uh, the main event, I thought it was perfectly executed down to the mark. Um, I think you had some over deliverance in the opener, but I'm sort of spiritually not a fan of it. It's sort of a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into it. We'll talk mean. about it. So, um, yeah, I think I think a four seven five. I think it's a back to back run of sub fives on Dynamite for me. And I think I'm uh, a little higher than you, but I I don't feel like we're going to disagree very much. It's just maybe how high the highs were to carry it. I feel pretty aligned with the chat. I was I have a five two five written down on my page. But it is purely off the back of the two things you said. There's a couple things that are getting my ire tonight, Zoops. Right? Yes. They're going to get my ire. Yes. I'm off tonight, though. you got to keep an eye on me tonight. I brought my jug, which is very jug. important. But I left my water bottle out in the kitchen. So, Zoops, I'm going to throw to you with a question out the gate here and then go retrieve my get you, red I would say leave. I would say this before you go. I would say leave jug on camera before you go so that we get the, the chat goes. Okay. I see. I can Absolutely. Do Mike Jug's way. Yeah. Okay, so you you and Jug can can talk this one out. I was just going to say, Zoobs, Dynamite opens up tonight with a Samoa Joe and Hook video package. You watch as much UFC as I do. This felt very reminiscent of that structure that the show opens with a main event video. Uh, listeners of my Patreon TNA month will remember that I really liked when they did this with all the Joe Angle pay-per-views. We'd get videos of the build during it. I just want you to chat about, does this more MMA presentation is the first thing you see in a show? How does that feel uh, compared to seeing a wrestler as the first thing actually live in the arena? Uh, I'll leave it to you and Jug and be back very shortly. 
I think uh, Josh sort of touched on it. And Jog, I'll go to your thoughts here uh, quickly. We'll sort of bring the whole team together. Um, sword and Jug, Jug and Shield. It's see when Josh is not here, neither sword nor shield. It's not. It's not. We've done this a million times. We're both the sword and shield. Um, and this is Jug. This is Zoobs and Jug. Um, so does that answer? I think that answers. I think that answers it. <laughs> you talked about it. <laughs> I gotta say, the chat kind of seems to refer to the the, the Jug to me. If I'm being honest, they seem. I mean, again, Jug. When it comes, when we get to the year-end stats, Jug versus you and I emotes combined, it will not be close. Am I jealous <laughs> of this inanimate object? Hey, I, you know who does the, the, It's just the. It just holds water. I'm well, reading so this do right. So who do takes we. the notes? And so do we. If you really think about it, what are we doing besides holding water on this earth? You know. God damn, Zoom. Josh is going to drink water off screen now, like when he vapes. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> I, I do believe it. I believe Josh yeah. might get held Jug's down here. Done. Burying jug. You're never gonna see that jug again. I'm freaking the sucker in the chat, going nuts. Um. Anyway, to answer your question before you took off, um, sort of the like, it's it's sort of like easy mode to be like, okay, Joe's gonna carry us here. Joe's Joe's gonna do the main the main events, and Joe's gonna do the opening stuff. Well, no one knows the game like you do. Come on. That's why I need your advice. Got a game that needs to be played. Yes, exactly. I need to turn one. I gotta watch billions. I'm getting. I'm gonna get into billions. This is getting you into billions. This it is. I need to know how the show could possibly have gotten to this point. I do wonder. Need to let the heel come in and get the heat from the crowd. Yep. Then your baby face comes and gets the pop. The heat and the pop. That's advice to him. He that's finished advice. Dude, if you if you consider this particular one, two Pauls one. How many calls would you need from uh, our chat in order for you to start earnestly watching the show Billions? Well, I have a show window. I, I, we're four episodes left in the show that we're watching now. I have a show window and I'm putting up probably by the end, of, probably by the weekend. It'll be a, a new show window. So lot, everything's on the table right now. Okay, so we're not going to try to sell uh, a sound alert to... Uh... <laughs> I mean, you, can play, you can play two Pauls as many as many you know we'll, we'll see how it goes next week if i haven't watched billions enough you'll know that one two Pauls is not enough two Pauls. okay okay sounds good we'll, we'll we'll uh we'll keep track of this uh i'll i'll start the tally look at the look at the billions knowers in the chat yeah uh, co-host of WCW, the great andrew c's like they're saying it sucks that's no surprise to me based off of the one thing i know about it yeah that but josh this is one of those things right to to say it sucks means you have to know you have to have watched it to know that it sucks right i, I bet he's and put in i bet he's put in his hours There's sam no fell's following up that becky was on uh billions as well the, People, people, just a couple fans Chicago, in Chicago. Chicago. They, they, they know billions. They, they don't like it. They know. They even going. watch the prequel. Millions. They, they're all wasn't. Uh, oh, I could be wrong. Wasn't Becky on season three? I mean, an episode <laughs> I, of. Uh, I, I, saw, I, I saw it on think... the internet, but didn't watch the episode. I did watch it, but I feel like I'm still I... saying it's not as good as Trillions. Thank you to Corvax sixty six for subscribing at tier one. Zoops, they've got a if you need a show recommendation. I heard they've got She Hulk now. Oh, you know the Hulk? Yeah, she's a yeah. lawyer, correct? She's a, she's, she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer, Zoops. She Hulk. Shulk. Here's the Shulk. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, nights. you have to you have to convince two people. That's what makes it so hard. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta think Melissa will love it just hearing that, you know, it's like, oh, she's heard of the Hulk and everybody likes Some that representation, guy. finally, in the Marvel Universe, for the ladies get one. 
Well, well and in the lawyer, you know, you think of Boston Legal and I am a, Sam. I'll tell you this. I am a – you want like a trope that is like I will watch. You get me a, a show that a percentage of the episodes take place in a courtroom. I, no. I, I cannot turn away. I, 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 it's a weakness. It's a weakness. Uh, have you seen Better Call Saul? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah, one, that whole season that's in the courtroom is the best part. It's, it's Oppenheimer it's, too. All right. Oppenheimer is mostly courtroom? Didn't know. Too long. No, but the best part of the movie is. Can't be doing that. one. It's like three hours long, right? Yeah, but you, you watch Dynamite. Two-thirds of that. I know, but, uh, you know, it's wrestling, so. All right. Well, we get Samoa Joe starring in the next one. We'll get the Zoobs. I love these videos. I feel like they stage set Dynamite in such a nice way. Like you said, it does feel like you are almost admitting this is what the show is about, but I just don't have a problem with that. The show is about Samoa Joe in matches that he's 100% going to win. Great. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Uh, but we open up with Christian Cage versus Dustin Rhodes. Everybody remembers how we got here. And, okay, this match is two things. Because there's no denying. First of all, shout out South Carolina, who was so here for this match. Made it feel all the exquisitely executed kickouts by Dustin Rhodes, his comebacks. This crowd was so there for Dustin Rhodes in this match. And part of that is hating Christian. So credit to these guys for building their pro wrestling careers where they are. And basically out of nowhere, having this match that this crowd is out the gate invested in the right, likes the good guy, hates the bad guy. Nice to see. So right out the gate that, but then there's the question of like, okay, Dustin Rhodes. where we always talk about the, who's in the opening match of dynamite. It's like, boy, Dustin Rhodes is in the opening match of Dynamite. I have to register how I feel about that. I don't mind it, is the answer. I'm fine with it every now and then. However, I am... Yeah, I, I'll let you speak here, because I've been blabbering for a while here. But don't even talk about the quality of the match. What do you think of just Dustin Rhodes in this spot, challenging for titles against Christian? I think you're tiptoeing around what I'm about to say, which is that the combined age of this match is 104 years old. Wow, so Dustin Rhodes is, what, 74? <laughs> Dustin Rhodes is 54 and Christian is 50. Those two old fucking guys. I would have guessed Dustin Rhodes is more than four years older than him. He moves like he's more than four years older. Been than around him. forever. Um, I'm not going to do the thing that everybody always does, where they go, Dustin Rhodes over-delivered uh, and is better than I expected. It's, it's, it's always this. Um, I just sort of like, I feel like I have to have some hard and fast rules here, and this is just too much age. They're just too old, man. 104 years old combined. Is What's good the match. maximum? A hundred, I guess. Like, <laughs> for two guys, clearly. Uh, it was fine. Like, it's, it's good. Not fine. It's good, right? The, some great kickouts. The crowd is very into it. Dustin Rhodes is a guy. It's sort of a the, the South, the that old pre-Hogan WCW has a ton of leg room for him. And obviously the uh, the natural run and, and being that young stud, I mean, that big guy, um, a ton of, of room for that. But it is sort of... It, it it tiptoes into it a little bit for me on the like it is an exceptional thing and we'll talk i think we'll talk a little bit later about um one of the positive legacies of this company is going to sort of be like there is a level of like care and thoughtfulness um sometimes to what, what they do in certain places and who they choose to honor and what Agreed. they choose to allow to happen so there is that um what i did want to say and you you pointed it out, and it's sort of a realization that I've had. Um, maybe about maybe about a whole generation of wrestlers is maybe this is maybe what this is, and maybe why 
things don't seem to be going as well as they could be for a lot of people in the company. And what makes Christian so important and what makes Christian so vital is Christian isn't doing the thing where he's a cool heel that is so good at it that he ends up he ends up getting cheered and they have to turn him, right? There's no cool him heel to him at all. He's a heel and getting booed is the only thing. I I I I once you see it, I'm like, yeah, that is the fucking problem with a lot it's of committed these guys. to the game. Yeah, they want to be the cool heel that the crowd eventually is like. He's just so good at being a bad guy that we can't help it. It's like, no, that's not the job. You're doing the job wrong if that's the fucking thing. But but it's become the the wave of the antihero, and the, it's become yeah. so ingrained in like how this generation thinks you're supposed to be a heel. Like you're you're a bad guy who eventually is like undeniable. That's not that's supposed to be. Your job is to get Dustin Rhodes huge cheers. That's the job. It's not always, and I totally agree, obviously. And I know it's not always in the spirit of the push, but just something that's sort of fun to watch in wrestling from the outside is when somebody who is naturally very over takes that art seriously and is like, okay, how far do I need to go to maintain these boos? I think of Punk entering WrestleMania, which everybody wanted him to main, or at least like the hardcore online fan community, wanted him to headline this show badly. And he has all this fan, and he's getting the Undertaker push. And before you know it, your man's just on TV, like porn pallbearers, ashes everywhere, just uncheerable, just hate. Like any, it's just there's a couple examples. I won't go down this rabbit hole, but I do like it quite a, quite a bit. And this match, I also like quite a bit because Zoobs, I like some of the New Japan Dad matches, and I felt like Dustin Rhodes in this match was walking and moving worse than I'd seen him before, noticeably doing that thing where you're walking forward, sort of. Uh, I don't know what you call that, but we all know what I'm talking about. When wrestlers get older, they have that sort of bow-legged one hippity hops thing going on. And he had that tonight, but I feel like it, a good wrestler weaponizes that in the match. He feels like the older guy fighting out from under and on the brink of death and needs these big moments to fire up. And whatever you want to say about him and his brother, they do have an understanding of that at a very high level. And you can see him weaponize it in this match. Like you say, and I brought it too, I do think that christian is owed a big debt of that gratitude as well as somebody who is just you can put anybody who has good natural baby face fight from under instincts in there with current christian and they would have something not as good as this but they could get somewhere and that's a, a credit to both guys but christian indeed yeah the gritchy uh, nailing it the the rope run where he was going to do the dive it was just like woof, not yeah, moving. that was basically what i had in mind saying that not moving great <laughs> not i was glad he stopped it I was not like, okay, yeah, the ropes there. <laughs> yeah but yeah, uh, fair, fair, fair play. And again, to your point, like um, some great, some great near falls. Um, you know, uh, I, I go so far to say that a better match than a lot of people I think would have in this situation. Yes. Um, not calling it an over delivering, but a, a delivering of what the, what the, um, the sort of the ceiling of what these two guys could do at this point. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. If these guys did this on pay-per-view, I think it would, slot in perfectly fine to be thought of as really good on an AEW pay-per-view that's impressive for guys who when you add their ages together are 204 it's it's remarkable uh, i do also want to say zoobs AEW continues to sort of nail it with the brand uh deals what do you call that where the brand co-promotion things like tonight was the video game suicide squad and i don't i'm not gonna play this game uh or you know don't follow the dc stuff however i thought the ring was very reminiscent of Big Mouth Loud, white ring, black ropes. I thought the ring looked fantastic tonight besides the words on the apron. I really liked it, and there were some camera shots that I just thought it looked very pro or like old K1 kickboxing. I really, really like that look. White ring is nice. 
I wish someone would have bled, though. You know, let the red yes. drip a little. And you know, you, you, Dustin you, you, would down. You get no B, no B, no BCC. That's what that's what happens. That's that's true. It was <laughs> Dustin on this one. Did we? Uh, before we move on, did we miss any subs or anything up top? No clue what this is. Subscribing for twenty five months. Thank you very much. No clue what this is. Dark Lord DDKL subscribing for seven months. Thank you so much for sticking around. Appreciate you. Ashton Kutcher, I think we said this, but gifting a sub to dentist. <laughs> no, no one does the better gift sub timing than the Floobster. Uh, yeah, Dennis Dirty Work, 33 months. And, that's a lot of months. And Corvax 1266, 24 months, two years. Corvax has done it. Thank two you all years very, ago, very much. They were there for the one-year anniversary, and now they're back two years later. We're going into year four. Is this year four? You can't tell me that. We did I think it's year w one and a half at this point. Yeah. <laughs> for the last while. Oh, Zoops, are you ready for the first of three keep it or kickets tonight? I most certainly am. Early. We're going going to the well early here. You know, people, they, they you want the energy. You keep it going. Yes. And we're gonna do that. They like they like Matt's songs. They want to hear, oh yeah, keep yeah, it that's or true. kick it. You know, everybody likes that stuff. Okay. Keep it or kick it, of course. You go over to your emotes bar if you're a subscriber, you say keep it, you like it, kick it, you hate it. Here we go. Keep it or kick it, this statement, Dustin Rhodes as one half of the opening match of Dynamite. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. Saying zoobs. Whoosh. Let's do it. Sam Fellow starts with the keep. Niblet's 05 kicks. McBanner huge kicks. Seven one keep. So we're tied. Then three straight, four straight kicks. Quagon Jun and Juice. Hey, my name is Will. Gritchy and I'll be 19. A keep from Dark Lord D D K L or DKL. Uh C55 kicks. Then three straight keeps. Irish Mac 21 VZ and OC and Best Friends. Kick from I Mayhab. Keep from Heart Note, kick from Quo from Quovax twelve sixty six, Torque Pendeloin and Kevsel, then keeps from Fruits Are Edible and Skookum Skookum, and kicks from No Clue What This Is and Geese Brecht would say 60, 40, 55, 45 if you want to yeah. split the hairs. Pretty pretty split, pretty split. I think it's in favor of kick probably by a by a C. Yeah, hair. I think I was thinking sixty percent kick is was my read on the subs. And where would you, the man of hundred likes, be on this one? I think I'm probably kick. Um, I just feel like there's so many guys on the roster, man. There's so such a good roster. Yeah. I don't know that we need the 54 year old guys. I feel the same way about Daddy Ass. You know, you know Daddy Ass. I feel the same way. Trying to be consistent on how I feel about all of these guys. I don't know that the Dustin Rhodes, um, great goodbye story needs to be told. I feel like we didn't, didn't we already do that? Like he he started out doing the Dustin Rhodes great goodbye goodbye run. It was four years ago. Yes, the yeah, I you probably have that right. Let me throw a name your way, Zoobs. Because here's a name I was trying to think of who is somebody very unimportant that I would like in the opening slot of Dynamite. Would you rather watch Dustin Rhodes in the opening slot of Dynamite or Evil Uno? 
probably uh depends who they're facing probably dustin Rhodes, i guess we could put an opponent to it um i guess in the same spot against christian sort of to be fair how about claudio just somebody we both really hold in high esteem has a good match with everybody i think then i would rather do uh uno against claudio yeah i think i would too anyway i was just trying to think of because i'm a kick here even though i thought tonight's match was good i wouldn't want this to be you know annual sort of thing Thank you, McVander Huge. 12-9 in favor of kick. 57% zooms. We, we got braids for the biz. We said that okay. at 55 or 60. That's we, we, we think of this. I'm I'm to rival Jug. To rival the popularity of Jug. A little jealousy from the A little bit. Well, you you're not even giving Jug screen time. No, He's jealousy. never coming back. Yeah. This water bottle's getting filled up during the next kick, but kick it off screen. You're never seeing Jug again. Halo edition, Master Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Master Chef. Funny because that's also its own thing. Um, I'm gonna have to get a moat for my uh off brand Brita. <laughs> Call him Master Chef. Master Chef. Don't know who hosts that show, or I would have had a thing, uh, I would have had a better line there lined up. Yeah, I only watched the great British bake off. Been a hot been a hot minute. I think I burned out on the watching baking shows. I think you watched well, yeah, a lot of them. It's got star of uh, Apple TV Severance Zach Cherry in it. Oh, well, that. Now that I will, I will watch. You put, yeah, Jack, I just you put Jack Terry in something. I'm, you got my patronage. Yeah, you, you, you say you sign. I call him old ZC. You sign, you sign him. What are we watching? I say. Yeah, too true. All right, remarkable Renee Briquette, former coworker of the Zoobs, is backstage with Swerve Strickland, who's got dark eye makeup on under his eyes. I thought he looked cool here. Made me want to wear. Could I come on here one week with dark eye makeup on, Zoobs? Do you think? You know that you could. You know that you could. Be you're a handsome guy. When you're handsome and cool, the like, could I get away with this is not actually applicable. People think that it is, but it's not. Well, that's very kind of you, Zoobs. Thank you very much. I love what Swerve Strickland has to say here. And I feel like someone backstage, maybe with Samoa Joe, was like, we're making this about the belts. Everybody got this right? We want to win the belt. It's not about uh, dork Yahoo stuff. We want to win. the Who's got the belt? And I want to win it. Because Swerve Strickland here says... He may have beaten Hangman Page, but he's been over-focused on him. He's been distracted in the C1 tournament, which, sure, he didn't win, but who's everybody still talking about? It's me, Swerve Strickland, and now I'm laser-focused on that belt. And then, Zoobs, people who are pro wrestling fans love to say this next adage. So, everybody, let's exhale together. I'm going to say it all for you. They always say, Zoobs, you got to put over your opponent. Don't tear him down. Because... If you tear him down, it means nothing when you beat him. So Hangman Page says Swerve Strickland. That guy's an impeccable performer. Last year, I watched him beat John Moxley in a Texas death match. The guy's pinned Kenny Omega. Brian Danielson. Physical in the ring. Better than anybody else. He's just, there was no... He was just like, yeah, I'm focused on the title, but I do have respect for Hangman Page after all we've been through. When he laid it out like this, I was like, Wow, Hangman Page has really, really good wins in AEW. Maybe those are probably the top three wins you could hold on the full-time roster. Yeah. Kenny Bryan and Mox. They're up I, there. I, there's not many people that, I don't know who you'd put ahead. MJF, I guess, maybe? Yeah, maybe MJF. Short list, though, right? Absolutely. So it was cool. Nice of uh, Swerve sort of Strickland to do. Yeah, he's great, man. He's uh, He continues to... Check every box. Like he's the I, again. I've said, it, I've said it before, so I won't run too deep with it. But like he's been very clear that um, this run is about making the most of an opportunity, and he's done that 
literally every time he's been on screen for the last like eight months straight. That is crazy. And not out of nowhere, but Swerve Strickland before he was him, quote unquote, I didn't actually really see people in my discord did or people I talked to. They were like, oh yeah, Swerve. I didn't even, I don't remember what you thought about it, but I saw him as a good signing, but I had, I did not think when they signed Swerve Strickland or Shane Strickland that he was going to be this in AEW. I really didn't. And he is in the last, whatever it's been, 10 months, just really emerged and held our attention. You're, you're right to call it out. Yeah, no, I remember us both being like, there's a ton of value here. He's a guy that's like very, very clearly cool in real life. And like, I remember it was being like, he has brings like a crossover appeal and he brings like legitimacy and he brings over like the difference between acting cool and being cool was a bit with a big thing there. Um, But no, his, his focus, that's not, that's not even really who he is anymore. And his, his change in character as like focused on making the most of this opportunity and, and proving myself um has been an incredible direction yeah Ashton Kutcher there you go perfectly stated he decided he wanted to be the biggest star in wrestling and then stated it out loud and then went out and started to do it it really is um he's followed that path and been very simple and it helps it does help to 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 put it out loud like that I think Eddie Kinks is another good example of that of like when he went from he went from like doing a very good job of playing a character that was sort of like himself to like just 100 being himself like i am this i do have demons i am troubled but i am also a tape nerd i'm also a guy that like watched age like like watched all japan instead of getting into trouble on the streets like i i i own that and i am that and i think uh swerve in a very similar way you sort of like you start saying it out loud and manifesting it and then your actions follow it and then it all starts to snowball and now we're here where it's like you know i think jungle boy was a good example of this back in the day and not now but like you remember this, Jungle Boy would come on this show, and like every two weeks we would reevaluate what Jungle Boy is and who he is and what it is. Where's and at? I think we did that for a little bit with Swerve, and now we're at the point where it's like we don't even really need to discuss it. He's there; it's it's cemented. He comes on screen; it's going to be a good segment. It's it's like it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a good storyline. It's going to be a good feud. He's he he's made and he's done it and he's actualized it. And there's no more like needing to contextualize it and needing to know. Uh, he's fully arrived and is fully formed and 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 there's no ceiling on this i think he can be as big as they possibly let him get couldn't agree more beautifully stated he really is all reliable in a way that i didn't see coming but i do appreciate an absolute uh hook to my interest in this show okay zoobs i uh i have to i have to put my hands in the air okay okay my hands are in the air because i dump on stuff that's bad on this show all the time and i am one of these guys who says i barely even understand so bad it's so good anymore that that sort of genre has nothing for me and yet i think matt seidel here could find himself in contention for my promo of the year at the end of the year i'd like to my my question you know what before we talk about him and jericho here i'd like to ask you zoobs in the chat did, did you know what the fuck matt seidel was talking about here Basically never. I'm amazed Matt Seidel is still kicking around. Good for him. Uh, yeah, can you walk me through your interpretation of what this is all about? Absolutely. Jericho is backstage with the Remarkable Renee. He says, how am I doing? The tag titles are ripped out of my hands by the Callis family. And so he's talking about losing him and Sam G on a collision because of a run-in from Hobbs and Takeshita. And he's expressing frustration with this. And then matt seidel walks in mm-hmm. and uh he says I've, this is something to the effect of 
I I know that you've looked lost lately, mm-hmm. but you could fight someone who's beat you. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm-hmm. And and but then he continues and says that he's I, I mean it was impossible to make any sense of. I don't even know what he was getting at. <laughs> and then Jericho looked confused and he said, All right, man. Well, I've I've got a lot of pent up aggression. I'll see you Friday. Weird way to put it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you get, you get uh, Seidel Jericho on Rampage this week. I feel everything like, going, uh, everything going great on with. Rampage is probably not very common, I would think, singles match. Everything going great with uh, we put a ton of chips in Chris Jericho stock for Tony right now, eh? <laughs> I mean, my, my, Matt Seidel might be the bottom of the card. Yeah, it's Serpent- like him, Serpentico, maybe? Serpentico's on TV, though, at least sometimes. Losing, sure. But what was the last Matt. time we saw Seidel? Hell if I know, dude. Uh, maybe he's been on Rampage. People, right. our, our lovely chat saying uh, it's been on ROH lately. Good for you. God bless your hearts out there watching ROH. I'll say this. His run as Evan Bourne is underrated, not for its quality, but its importance. He was the only indie guy pre-CM Punk that New York was like, okay, let's see if this guy can do anything for us. Those Air are the first Bourne. two, Punk and Seidel. That's Gosh, who wonder- Matt Seidel is? Yeah. Oh, we've done it. What on earth? I remember him. He was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah he see, there you go. Hey, my name is Sig. I can't even picture my inside house face. I just pictured Dolph Ziggler. That was probably like literally uh 15 years ago at this point, right? 15, 20 years ago. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, at least 12. 12, 14. Yeah, 14. Ugh. 20, 20, is the current calendar year. Great promo here by one half of the Seidel brothers. We move on. Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta walk out. But then, big dick swinging. Chuck Taylor's in the house. Here comes Chuck Zooms. Yeah, now he's dressed. He's clearly not going to fight. And I understand because of who's coming out here. You, no no one's buying Rod Strong and the, the Kingdom fellas if Chuck's out there in full health. Yeah, it's, it's not Mox. Why would, why, would, why would Chuck have to gear up? Yeah, exactly right. It's like, oh yeah, guys, guys like John Moxley don't want to deal with me. You, you, you're just into uh, Matt Taven my way. The Kadoosh, Dunzo. Yeah. You'll never see Matt Taven again. One awful waffle later. But we're here because it's Orange and Trent versus Penta and Commander. And I thought Commander had some of the worst chemistry with Trent I've ever seen. I feel like <laughs> Trent is such a. Steady Eddie, does does that make sense? Hundred like percent. Just the, the the one of the steadiest hands you can have. He can win. He can lose. He can he can tag. He can singles. He can trios. He always can pretty good. Open. He can close. He can be in the middle. He can take the pin. He can take the tag. He can deliver the pin. He can hit the finisher. He can take. Trent Trent is like you need a guy to do something. He's a guy you can get in there and basically count on to do whatever you need. Commander and him tried some grappling sequences. I was like, all right, fellas, let's. Get back to jumping around all the ropes, I suppose. This this looks stinky. This is the monkey's paw curling up. We're like, I wish that commander wouldn't jump around so much. Like, yeah, oh, it's you know my what? Fault. It's my fault. Maybe, maybe. Get back up there. Maybe, you know. All of a sudden, the house of pain. Jump around. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let's not uh, get up, get reinvent get the wheel. Down. Uh, but I did like the, obviously, Orange Cassidy and Penta sequence in this match was great. I think we've remarked in their singles matches before that it does sort of just outright feel like two of the coolest people in AEW facing off against one another. They do a nice build to the end here. The good 
hot tag. Commander has a lot of hope spots. Again, the crowd is so hot here. Not, not as hot as it was for the opener, but this crowd is really ready to have a fun night here tonight on Dynamite, which is great to see. They come alive for the stars. Orange Cassidy is still very, very over. Eventually, though, Trent does pin Commander, prompting the undisputed kingdom to come out. It's Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett. And last week, Zoobs, I think you called these guys dead on arrival. I did. And positionally, we're, I mean, we're way down here. These guys, because you, you remember, it was about Adam Cole and MJF, but then those guys are injured. So it's like, well, where do you, where do you go? And I guess it's to the, the international title scene. And Rod Strong says, I've said it to the fans. I'll say it to you. You're not very good. Take off your glasses, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy doesn't want to do that. Roderick Strong starts talking crap to him. He's awful, of course. It sucks. And then I go, okay, well, actually, Roderick Strong versus Orange Cassidy is going to be a really good match. I'm ready for this next week on Dynamite. And maybe there's a collision this week. It'll be good. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then Roderick Strong goes, let's do this right now. And I go, oh, wow, we're doing, okay, maybe we even get the change. Orange Cassidy's tired after this tag match. And then Roderick Strong, despite saying, let's do it now, then goes, actually, wait, let's do it at Revolution. Revolution is six weeks away. Six weeks away, yeah. You can't give me six more weeks of Roderick Strong talking. Dude, did we not learn the lesson? I, I thought Samoa Joe was speaking like we learned the lesson. We did not learn the lesson. I don't know what the hell this is. What the hell they're doing with these guys? I told you, dead, over. It's already. I already have zero for this. Uh, and I'm not going to. I'm not even going to give them what you gave them. Where you're saying it's at least going to be a corker. I don't agree. I don't like Roddy Strong's wrestling. I don't care. I don't, he does the moves crisp. Uh, not he is for me. Poison to television interest. He's and 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 I'm mad at myself because he was poisoned before he showed up, and then he showed up, and I was like, I don't want to watch Roddy Strong show. You're right. And then I did two weeks of like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Him and Cole, this MJF, like they're making something out of this, and then it's been a disaster ever since. <laughs> really? And now I'm sitting here, and it's and it's 2024, and I'm watching the show that Roddy Strong is on every week. I don't want that for myself. Does he have the worst hit miss ratio in all of AEW? He's off. Like he's just not my. I just don't like watching him. Like straight up, every time, bottom of the list for me. Um, don't like. I don't understand it again. And like, just totally makes no sense. He's about to have the like. I have a huge advantage thing. Uh, to win the match, right? To, to have the match right there as Orange is tired. And with his guys out to neutralize any sort of advantage, he has the ability to win it right there. And then it's like, no, let's do it in six weeks. And doesn't do the, like, I want the best of you. Doesn't do the, like, uh, I'm going to make sure that you have no excuses. Doesn't do the any of the, like, reasons that you would do that. Just tells him to wait six weeks for no real reason. <sighs> and yet, Zoops, I'm going to use the parlance of the man. I'm willing to make a deal with the devil here, okay? Oh, boy. I'm willing to put up with this bullshit. This horse manure, this Roderick Strong brown gravy. If Chuck and Trent can take down those ROH tag team titles from the kingdom. Yes. I'm willing to do it. I'm well, willing to make the, you give me Chuck with gold around the waist. I'll put up with this dog shit. That's, 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 that's big of you. I will say that. I'm will. I need it. Zoops. I'm getting older. Yeah. I never seen Chuck hold gold. That's crazy to believe. Uh, Not crazy. one federation. Uh, before we move on, quick question for those yeah. of you who are a little more observant than I am. Orange Cassidy, starting to 
like bulking up? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I I actually think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Didn't Damn, I? this dude's fucking like you, you. The 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 blank memory recall. Someone says to you, describe Orange Cassidy. You're like skinny, like wimpy guy. That's sort of like it's all happening. It's like man, he he's a he's hitting the fucking gym. This is a big dude. He looks it, and I love that. Nothing I like more than a wrestler who's like, all right, this year's about becoming my biggest self. Yeah. Maybe go talk to Brian Cage, you know? Show you where the weights are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six weeks! Six weeks. Uh, hard note saying they're going to swerve to Chuck versus Cole at Revolution. Great. I love it. I don't think Orange Gassity says Kev Cell. Very nice. Cole's not back in six weeks. No. No, I don't no, think so. No. This is, I this think is, he's probably he's back just, whenever MJF. He's just doing. A, he's just doing a silly. That's just a silly. He's just doing. Sam Fell's also calling out. Yeah, now the international list be has to be on hold for six weeks, even though it's supposed to be the work rate title. Yeah, nothing I like about this. Garbage. Cest garbage. It's French, so that's garbage. Poubelle. Go on, we. Oui. You know, Matt speaks French, eh? I believe that. You can tell me Matt is exists in that zone where you can sort of tell me any one of those little whimsical, crazy facts, and I'll be like, that makes sense. Matt, can you can you say uh, something about dynamite in French? This is gonna be funny. Let's go. Something about dynamite tonight in French. <laughs> yeah. Turn this guy's mic off. You lob it over the fence like that. Yeah, he's he's no longer. Yeah. You're grounded. <laughs> he's. <laughs> unplug him he does anyway all right remarkable renee backstage with hangman page who looks fantastic he looks fantastic this this is the best hangman look ever he's got the hair is is short here but but long and then he's got a mustache and some light growth and a, and he's got a, a cool guy jacket on looks badass and he says no one has done more to me in AEW than Swerve. But we'll cross again at some point. I'm focused on this title. No one, look back on the history of this, no one loves that title, needs that title more than me. And I'm coming for it. Awesome. Again, I said this before, but I love this refocus on the title from both guys. What a novel concept. Shouldn't be hard, right, Zoops? You'd like to think that the biggest prize in the company is the thing that everyone is aiming for. That's what you'd be aiming for if you were there, right, Soups? Yeah, almost certainly. All right. I should have mentioned, th this show probably got a couple uh, extra points on uh, it for this next portion alone. As Mark Briscoe comes out, as today is the one-year anniversary of the unfortunate death of his brother, Jay Briscoe. And he says, I'm Mark Briscoe. I rep Dem Boys, the greatest tag team of all time, the Briscoe brothers. <sighs> crowd's already so with him mark knows how to connect man mark is uh he's connected to these guys one year ago my brother passed on to the next plane of, or the next level of existence but guess the real sad thing is my nieces were in the truck my oldest niece they said she was gonna be paralyzed for the rest of her life said she'd never walk again and then the niece and presumably Mark Briscoe's other kids. I didn't know who the other three were. Jay's three kids. They, they didn't make it clear, but other family members, presumably, or other uh, siblings uh, come out. And the daughter is walking. And I'm not a religious man, but Mark Briscoe going, God is on the throne. We won't stop. 
we can't stop and like hugging his family gives me chills to explain it it was this is uh this is the kind of thing that like more so than the as the ratings more so than the popularity of the show more so than the matches they put on more so than the angles this is the kind of thing that makes you feel good about AEW and the people that run it um agreed the like like I said they do write in people's hometowns a lot of the time they do write in these moments um very well it, for at the beginning when it when, when they didn't haven't had any tragedies it was like they were very good at like just giving us the good moment and letting the story finish. And they've been excellent at giving, you know, uh, grief and heartache and pain uh, moments as well. It was the Brody King's thing was beautifully executed and they continue to honor it. And I think this is right in that spirit. Um, yeah. it, like you said, just thinking about it, just, just talking about it um, makes you emotional and, and, and it's sort of incredible. You spoke about Mark and his ability to connect. Um, and as somebody who's gone through grief in my life, it is sort of incredible. Like he, not that he seemed sadder about it, but he seemed more like more, he was more emotional about it on the one year anniversary than he was at any, like his first appearance back, yeah. uh, his first wins, getting the momentum. Like tonight seemed like it was more real um for him as an honorific than sort of returning to it um i thought that was like plain as day was like wow i agree he he had he had worn uh he had worn this so i don't want to use the word strength because it's not strength to it's not strength or not strength how the, the way that you deal with it but just sort of he had worn it um as like you know just like motivating him to to push forward and do great and and to be the same mark briscoe the whole way tonight was a lot more of like a you could tell it was just go out there and talk we're not going to tell you yeah. what to say or what to talk about we're going to play a video when you're done right it was clearly all that he had as uh as a direction i thought um this is the stuff that like sets them apart in my mind and 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 is something that they've done really well and really beautifully um from the start and uh seeing her walking is incredible man it's it's a uh, it's incredible stuff I think that's really important to point out about AEW, and you're right, it is a big credit to them. I do also want to just say, it it's, you imagine what's in front of Mark Briscoe tonight. It's like, okay, it's the one-year anniversary of your brother who you are, you're not just brothers, you've lived on the same property your entire life, you're a wrestling tag team for a living. These guys were attached at the hip in a way that few of us will ever experience, I suspect. And to go out there, and you've got to talk about your niece for real, no longer you were expecting paralysis no longer being there. You're in this arena of whatever five to eight thousand people, and to be able to go out there and make it fit in a wrestling show and get all this information across without just becoming demolished. I mean, I've spoken at a funeral before, and it's 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 really not easy to however good you are at normally speaking, if the emotions catch you, it's a whole different thing, much less in front of five, you know, thousands of people, live television, all this. So Big credit to Mark Briscoe, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of Renee on this show. I see how much I've written down. Former coworker of the Zoobs. Remarkable. Was she remarkable when you were around her, Zoobs? She was. She's a remarkable She's a remarkable on-air um, talent. She's, like, really very incredibly good at her job. I think that, too, but it means so much coming from you. That really, to hear you say that is very cool. To be a woman in sports broadcasting is 
to experience hell, I would say. <laughs> I mean, you, you, your wonderful wife, also a beast in that same lane. Yeah, she was a not in broadcast, but absolutely, she she experienced kind of like we could tweet the same thing, and it was like the, the advice for her, and the advice to me is like you have to be insane to want that to want that. I can't today. imagine <laughs> imagine someone trying to correct the zoobs on there, you know. And yeah, I don't really get into fights and confrontations. It's never really been my thing. It's probably why I don't have as big a following. Yeah, you know, I bet like it is. To, people like to quote tweet people that are mad at them, and then try to go this guy. And it's like it's just never been for me. Me neither. We're too similar. We needed one of us to be that guy. I know. I know. Slack, can you be that guy? You ever want to go on there and quote tweet? And... Slack's frankly been beaten down by it. He's, he's, I know, <laughs> but he's one of the great haters of all time. I know. He is a, he, I'm glad you, you pointed that out. I can't remember last week or the week before. I was like, he is a, like a professional level hater. Like he when is, Slack is dumping <laughs> on something I hate. I'm like, yes. <laughs> he dumps on a lot of stuff that I like and it doesn't affect me at all. I've never been uh, angered by that. Sort of like, again, like world class in the lane, right? Who is like a pro level hater, um, like like disliking something that I like, never bothered me at all. Well, yeah, if they're good at it, it's like okay, well that's he's absolutely. Just, yeah. Well, you know how it is when somebody's good at it, you get a bunch of hangers on that think they're as good at it. It's a classic thing. It's like when you, it's like if you and I were to, we never do because it's not the nature of our relationship. We were to ever like, you know, spar on on the timeline and do some funny back and forth. Someone else would invariably try to get a burn in, and it's like you have to, yeah, two way street. We, I only we have that cadence with one another you only toss out a burn if you know the person that you are burning has ammunition to burn you back you, that's exactly if, I, if, I don't, if you don't know anything about me and i throw a burn at you it's like what are you supposed to say other than that you don't know who i am and you hate me what what would you say zooms if you had to insult me you're you're so fucking handsome that nobody <laughs> notices how smart you are <laughs> take that you suck at this <laughs> How does that feel? Nobody cares. Yeah, it feels like it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the jugs wore over then. <laughs> uh, okay, well I gotta fire back then. Uh I I heard somebody say this about a comedian the other day that yeah. he's so good at talking that unless you're really good at it, you don't notice how good he is because it looks mm. it, oh, he's just talking. Like you know, he makes it look so easy. And I immediately in my brain was like, Oh, that's the zoops. It's just like he, it's just, he just makes it look so effortless. But after years of doing this and with others, it's like, oh, yeah, Zoobs is, Zoobs is, is as good as you could be. It makes it look easy all at the same time. It, it is the only thing I like to do. I realized that at Monday on, at, at work on Monday, mm. it's like the first time everyone was back in the office all year. And I like I literally spent like six hours just like just like chatting, just chatting. And I was like, this is the only thing I like to do. It's like just talking to people in person and like taking one nugget of information and making it a 30 minute conversation. The oh. only thing that I have any interest in it's unfortunately, I don't also want to be like a pro broadcaster because that's like such it. personality hires. Oh, yeah, I am. But and I'm I don't want to get into this too much. I was talking about corporate life with some with uh, one of my younger coworkers today about being a personality hire. And I was like. The thing about it is, is the higher up you go in corporate, the more the job becomes just managing personalities. That's, that is the, that is sort of the reality of it. So like when you're at the when you're at the bottom level, you have to be good at your job. But you here's the issue: there's one person in my department that like everyone sort of has a problem with because because the tone they use when they talk to people. Yeah. I get the tone too, but I don't care because it's work and I don't care about work, right? Yes. Um, but for other people, they will like bring it up to our to our department head. 
And I'm like, you're actually doing more harm than good because all you're doing is bringing something that isn't work to your department head and proving that you don't have the ability to solve the interpersonal conflict on your own. What you want to do is say, I don't care that that person uses bad tone with me. doesn't affect my life at all. When this is over, I close my laptop. I never think about it. Oh, you're so on the money here and we'll move on. But I I will just say my dad taught me a valuable life lesson, which is uh, the person caring less is always winning in a disagreement. (laughs) It's uh, if if someone is pissing you off and they suck, they're winning. That's why neither of us are quote tweeters. It's like true. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm not, I'm not look because I can be gotten to. I don't want to be brought. Me, t- me too. That's that, that we're the, exactly the same. The reason I don't engage is because I will pace around fuming about it. Exactly, it right. actually yeah. does get to me. So I like I. It has to be zero because I can't be. I can't be the other way around. Similarly wired. Matt will tell you I can only get fired up about stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> because again, <laughs> I, I already I, care about. I think I got what well, I got. I got fired up and like gotten to like three times in the history of this channel, and all three of them people were like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you, Stegabuds, for the sit for a working man. Pacefall also saying earlier, Zoobs, could we introduce a betting thing on who could drink more water in an episode? We would have to do that one day. I think you would have me there. I have the exact opposite instinct. That's just goes to show us. I mean, again, it, it depends, right? If it was, if it was a competition, that would be one thing. Yeah. If it was, if it was, uh, just naturally, just who drinks more yeah. in an episode? You would have that for sure. I'm not a competitive person by nature. Also, competing and drinking water, though, I think we got to get uh, Duncan <laughs> Idaho on here. Okay, we got to move on. What, what the hell am I talking about? It's Ravishing Sorry. Renee versus the Young Bucks, and stay tuned here, folks. Right after this astonishing young buck segment frankly uh we're gonna move on to doing some forced abstract association oh, which baby. you'll be able to bet on uh maddie if you wouldn't mind queuing up a poll i'm gonna be doing an over under on the answers for faa so just start working on that as we talk about ravishing renee with the young bucks who are dressed um like assholes and nick interrupts renee and says please renee call us by our legal names we're nicholas and matthew jackson and now the whole thing here zoobs is that they're EVPs. They're going to start taking this job seriously. They couldn't manage a target. They didn't say that, but the, this whole promo mm-hmm. was based mm-hmm. around, oh, we were unprofessional. We're taking it seriously. But then I actually thought Mac Jackson kicked into a pretty good promo here where he goes, well, Renee, what would you do to protect your baby? You and John have a kid, right? Well, what would you do to protect your baby? What would you be willing to lose to keep your, your prize possession? Would you give, throw your legacy out the window? I actually thought this was really good by them. My only problem with it is, where was this? We, we could 18, 18 months ago. Just eight, 18 months ago. <laughs> if I could turn back time. How hard is this? How hard was this to do the whole way? Now he's, now he's not here. But I thought the promo was good. I thought they looked good. I like the clarity of their vision. It's going to be like a... Randy Orton style legend killer run where they want to take out not only Sting but everybody like him. They want a fresh locker room. I thought this was all a good reset. Um, <laughs> Maddie Mac, that's right. 18 months. You remember, you remember that too. Hard marriage. I said seen 18 months hard marriage. <laughs> good callback, Maddie. Wow. Hard marriage. That is is wrestling brain right that's there that's an old head you holy be, shit you gotta Hard be around brain. if you're under a three-year subscriber you're like what are they talking about i don't even like was that even pre 
flipping the show over that was oh, like yeah. post-show show oh my goodness it's, it's old old bones <laughs> um where where are you feeling on this young bucks versus darby and sting in the forthcoming legend killer run and and the promo from these guys obviously fucking finally jesus <laughs> everybody knows this is the best use of them it's it's obvious it's blatant what what took us so long to get to this obvious endpoint? The only possible way this could go, trying to halfway it, trying to be irony detached, yeah. trying to do the like we're going to celebrate it and everyone's going to love us. How would they not go straight here? The money, the money pissed away. It could have been it. Oh, we can't. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the original flag man. <laughs> Scaring the shit out of me. Thank you, Mark. I Matt, think, you're fired. <clears throat> I removed it, but I think it'll take effect next episode. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I feel like you didn't remove any subverts with, with my with my gen screen. Did you not? I thought I don't... we removed them and put in the WCW. Did we have to, was there is there a limit? Did we have to did we have to take some out? Yeah. What got taken out? Well, I thought only four Matt, years, frankly. Only Matt knows. I have yeah, no yeah, idea. Matt... Oh, <laughs> I feel so silly. I meant to, but uh, no, I think I removed. I have no idea what's did going on. Did something get taken out? I have no idea. <laughs> Matt, or did sound alerts get taken out for WBCW going? Yeah, yeah Bobby, I went Hang on. It. You know what? I'm going to DM Bobby Marino. Matt, forget I said anything. I'm going to ask Bobby <laughs> what happened to the sound alerts. Zoom's uh, talk about these guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the right it's thing. great. Listen. We want them in the tag division, doing tag matches, and being the best versions of themselves. The show is better with them on it. Uh, our feelings about how that shit was handled, notwithstanding. Um, this is as close to addressing it as anyone's ever done. We also saw that vaguely alluding to it, helping turn around the hangman thing. Um, yeah, finally, we're here. Let's go. Let's, let's get a tag division going. Let's get a Young Bucks fucking worthwhile run going. Let's get these guys doing what they're doing best. Which is being fucking annoying and getting booed. It's 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 just way easier. The EVP storyline has been waiting for them for five five full years. Been waiting for them to do this storyline, and like they they there was a the one year year one was a nice grace period. We were all just happy the company existed and they were good guys for being EVPs. Mm -hmm. And then they did the big long Kenny and Hangman burn, and we got through that. And they've had nothing to do since then. Their two ideas in the last year and a half has been we should wrestle FTR to see who the best tag team in the world is, and we should tease that we're not on the same page as kenny those are the two ideas they've had in like three years this is very welcome very welcome because at the end of the day our feelings about them notwithstanding they're a fucking amazing tag team of course and they put on great matches and the issue has always been like the work to get there hasn't been as good as it could be and this seems like the best possible use of those guys so yeah i'm fully into it i thought they gave something away tonight that no one caught but i went wrestling brain mode oh boy and I don't like it. Okay. I think they're going to be turning Christian babyface. <gasps> because of this, he's on the list of kind of guy they're trying to get rid of? This is how they get to edging Christian versus the Young Bucks. That was my read on the situation. Pat, they beat that, Darby and Sting. Yeah. And then they moved to edging Christian. But you have to turn Christian babyface to make that work, I think. Kill switch <laughs> turns on him? I don't know. Keep an eye <laughs> on it. You can tap that sign. You can tap that sign behind you. Mark, mark well, we'll it down. See, I don't, maybe it doesn't happen. I'll, I'll flex it if it does happen, but it was right when down. I was January writing. 7, January 17th, Josh calls Bucks. 
But I don't know. We'll see if Christian doesn't turn babyface. I'm not right. But it did occur to me this has to be building to that. They might do the Hardys again once, maybe. Oh, please, God, no. Please, God, no. I was just trying to think of who else is on that list. That Dustin Rhodes is on the show tonight. I wrote down a couple names, but it's not that long for what I could figure. Maybe the chat has some better names than me. Um, no, I, you've done this. You've done you've done it again. Something you are very good at is you've given us a direction this could go, and now no other direction makes any sense. <laughs> if they don't deliver on it, everybody's disappointed. The legend killer run is like, oh, work horsemen. We got to get out of here. Well, that hasn't come up yet. So when the first time that happens on something you call like this, we'll let you know if it ruins anything. But you've been bang on every time you do this before. Let's see. Let's see. I'd like to keep the record strong. Bang Bang Gang versus the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage. Very okay match, I thought. One of my least favorite Gates of Agony showing. I felt like they were, uh, I don't know. Actually, I'll, let me say positive first. I thought Jay White was excellent in this match. And sort of, you could see him sort of seize it at the end and say, okay, me, I'm winning. Let's get this thing under control. Bang, the big spot, which is nice. But I thought it was just uh, a kind of a okay, off-ish uh, match here, Zoo. Would you like this any more than me? You just can't have Jay White in anything but a high-level main event, can you? You just can't. He's just not built for it. You can't tell. It. You just can't tell him that. Hey, seventy-five percent tonight because it just, it just doesn't work, man. I love. I don't think he's great. I think he's very talented. Just doesn't. And 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 the acclaimed thing continues to muddy this up. So, uh, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. the belt shot is stopped by Anthony Bowens, and then we get an acclaimed versus Bang Bang Gang or the who? Okay, so Bang Bang Gang win the match. Jay White with a very snappy blade runner that did look good, but. There's two sets of trios titles, and it is implied here, Zoobs, that we're going to get a match against the Bang Bang Gang versus the Acclaimed. Could we unify these Sun Gun Zoobs? Please, God, unify them and then unify them again to zero titles and then throw the, them the away. Zero man titles. No one zero goes. man championship. Do, do it like the, what's that, DDT, where they'll have like an inanimate object win the thing. A ghost won the trios, and then yeah. the ghost retired <laughs> and took the belt with them and does the damnedest thing. The ghost wins it, and then the ghost retires. This is the, the whole ghost is awesome. I'm, I'm I'm retiring these belts. The ghost. I love it. I love how we got it. You get some GWGIs for that, even. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm a I'm a Gates of Agony guy. Obviously, a big Brian Cage fan, and uh, and a Guns believer. I just felt like no one was no one came here to steal the show tonight. That's fine. The opener was. They probably felt like going to do it, but yeah, you've seen better from everybody involved here. But the the finish was sick. There's no getting around that. Jay White for sure. Off. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a lot. You know, so, uh, there's certain things that trigger a not paying attention yeah. click in my brain, and trios titles with a sleepwalking <laughs> half of the thing is one of those things for me. We can give them some credit. I think that if you're going to have trios belts, Bang Bang Gang versus Acclaimed is actually a pretty upper card crew to be hanging around them. But I'm like you, I feel a sort of a latent ugh, around these things. Uh, would love some of these guys just be wrestling in the tag division, which could use them as we'll get to later. We need more tag teams. I'm saying in the tag division because I'm I, there's, I'm cutting teams. two teams later on tonight. Oh awesome. no, I am. Yeah, I'm firing them. Oh boy, and not one of these. Hey, Josh, that's rude. You shouldn't cheer for people to lose their jobs. I don't even want them to find employment after. Not even <laughs> in a different field of work. You don't want them to just lose their jobs. You want them to lose jobs in general. <laughs> They're lively. <laughs> You want them to lose the concept of having employment. <laughs> I'm a real nasty piece of work. 
Uh, Cole and Wardlow are backstage. Wardlow's going to be the most dominant wrestler in AEW history, promises Adam Cole. Now sort of managing him here. You know, you could do worse for Cole than having injured Adam Cole as his mouthpiece, but I, I didn't think this really went anywhere or needed to be on the show. But I, I could see these two sort of having something together. They're, they're really small and big guy, you know. He's the right sort of small guy to make Wardlow look bigger than he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great for Adam Cole. It's got to feel good. It's got to feel good. Top of the card, main eventing Wembley. Now he's the guy who points at Wardlow and says, this guy's pretty big, huh? Can you get there with Wardlow? Is there interest at all for you? Is there any juice probably, in the like, spot? Probably. I'm pretty easy to like. You put a big guy in there and he throws guys around. But just this whole fucking Undisputed Kingdom thing is just yeah, I, just, I, just dirt in the eye to me. Just just because because we hated the, what they spent six months doing, right? And then they paid it off. And I'm I'm hating the next six months already. We're, we're gonna. It's gonna be a full calendar year of hating this shit. It does not go anywhere anytime soon. They're gonna. They're, they have to. They have to drag this out all the way to MJF coming back and all the way to to Cole getting ankle surgery twice. Let me throw something your way. I was thinking. Letting Wardlow say "boom" is good. That that is good. That, that yeah, was like, yeah that's pretty good. He said "boom." That's Adam Cole's thing. I was thinking earlier, they can sort of do something cool here if they want to. If MJF is gone. And Wardlow just one day snaps and beats the fuck out of Adam Cole when he's injured. And it's clear that MJF has Wardlow back on the payroll. Um, MJF returning as a heel with Wardlow at his side would actually be completely fine to me. And a a nice hearkening and recentering of the character, I think. And frankly, Wardlow has done so little outside of that role that I have found appealing that if that's what they're going to do and it gets him away from the undisputed kingdom who just become that trio or maybe even, Oh, don't make Kylo Riley go in there. Zoops. Don't make him do it. Zoops. <laughs> don't. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I will. I will. Once again, you are the king of this shit because you're able to do this. Take these things that I don't like, take these things that aren't going anywhere and, and find the angle. If it is MJF has Wardle on the payroll the whole time. That's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Frankly. It, it's and especially he's like while mjf is gone like his satellite is the guy that was his guy there's something there that i could cling to for sure it, again it just falls on wardlow as a performer where i can i just know i feel like what it would be it would involve him like getting wasted drunk or something that like unleashes the inner i need watch some animal batista you already do the power bomb but batista I mean, Batista was horrible to this local talent. You know, he's aggressive. I watched some Scott Steiner, like these bully types, because you have none of that, you know? Yes. Anyway, it would be cool, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know what I was doing there, Zoops? <laughs> Bret Hart's theme. <laughs> no, Maddie, come on. Zeus, you knew what I was doing, right? Yes, I do. That's pulling the e-brake. Ah! Oh, dun, dun, my dun. heavens, this next whatever, 25 minutes. I don't want to watch this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me say something nice about Deanna Perrazzo. She just felt like a bigger deal signing than I was expecting. She, she seemed sort of buzzy online and... Her matches feel like maybe they could be something. I don't know. It feels bigger of a signing than I imagined. 
But man, I, I don't want to watch this stuff, man. What, what's she doing out there with Anna Jay? Didn't Serena Deeb just return? What can't, Wouldn't Serena Deeb, Deanna Perrazzo actually just seem like a, a wonderful marriage of styles for trying to get Deanna over? Like Who, who would be worse? Deanna Perrazzo was going on. It's like, I'm the technician. I'm the ultimate women's grappler. And you put her out there with Anna Jay, who, I mean, the O'Connor rolls of this. It's like, what is the thinking here? We're trying to make Deanna Perrazzo look good. And you're putting her out there. I, I just thought this was crap. Bad. Trying to make it look good and like a tecker as well. Um, crazy. I I I think there is it's hard. The Diana Prozo thing is hard because like I want to be positive about it because I want to be positive about the division. And I do believe that like her different style does have a home there, but you're I absolutely agree. right. The Anna the Anna J pairing is like could you I don't know how much worse you could you could line it up than that. Is there someone? Kiara Hogan? I don't know. It's a short list who I would rank under Anna Jay. I'm not saying Anna Jay has star power. You know, granted, she's a magician again, but she has a character and it's a story. I'm talking about purely, you got to go out there and do some tech or graps. I don't know. Is Anna, who's worth It's a short list, man. And it's not that we can't name people who wouldn't be better. So I don't know. I just don't know. I'm going to do saying Emmy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, the I guess the logic is she's starting at the bottom of the card, but even bottom of the card, again, like Emmy, you sort of you have people it's at the bottom of the card who haven't won that you can throw her in there again that is seemingly her on the climb. Makes no sense. Not very good. Not nice to hear the producer with a giant yawn in the middle of uh... Uh, he was slurping down the juice before that too. The he's doing big <laughs> I'm uh, I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Kill it. Up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Captain audience. Impression of me during this match. Holy. Hey now. Um, I do agree. Uh Heartnote saying it was worth it for Tony talking over the commercial break. I don't agree with that, but Tony did come across really well here, I think. As Deeb does tap her out, the submission looks cool. It's obviously a move she does a ton of times and knows how to pe- put people in, but let's put her in a position to look better next time. I don't know what's gotten into you, Tony. We used to be friends. You've changed. But so have I. I don't know if Yona was trying to sell being tired. But, but like, I didn't know what the promo style here, which is like breathless, <laughs> but not, I don't know. That's how she talks. That We've, we've established that exhausted is, is her standard style. It's like a bad standard style. Anyone's, uh, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm actually going to sit this one out. <laughs> now i want to know post show okay all right. well, uh, i don't think um, this is so bad uh anyone seen malcolm in the middle yeah remember uh, his friend stevie yes well okay do you because that was the joke <laughs> okay, so the, what am he i spoke missing? like this oh yeah uh yeah she does have a a bit of that going on i don't know man it's she's a star star to some degree but nothing here was helping her out that backstabber was no good and fatigue and nerves says sam fells well fatigue from what like that match was nothing well, she was it was the exact same fatigue that she had in the, the her debut. But fatigue and nerves was there. fatigue and nerves was again we we learned this fatigue and nerves was the debut promo, and we were just told that's how she talks. So I'm to expect this is what she sounds like. I want to give me evidence. This is, give me evidence that this isn't what she sounds like. Irish Mac Twenty One saying she's an asthmatic. Is that right? 
I don't know. I don't know. No, I feel terrible. <laughs> and well, then, yeah. and then I Tony Storm did say technical. You're technical, which I thought was like, oh, it's sort of fitting after what we just saw. And then she throws the shoe at her, says the line, and it looks like we're on the road to Prazo Storm, which even with the bad road there and the bad matches, Tony Storm will be the test for me. Red Velvet and Anna Jay will not be the tests. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it looks. But then again, Tony Storm is doing this in-ring slow style. It's like, could someone where, get Chris Datlett? Somebody in there doing the damn thing. Uh, all right. Throws the shoe. But now uh, I'm Googling. Cl- clarifying, <laughs> clarifying that uh, Irish Mac was referring to Stevie. Oh. From Malcolm oh. in the Middle as being asthmatic. Oh, there you go. Well, now I'm not, sorry. I have, I have <laughs> Deanna Perazzo asthma. <laughs> now, as a, of course, I was like, well, I, I got to. Batista Fine, did yeah. have asthma. I'm glad to hear she doesn't, though. It's still nice to have confirmed in the uh, yeah. opposite. Batista wasn't asthmatic. Hey. He hid, hid inhalers around the ring. That that's why like That's he... why in Guardians of the Galaxy, he said, I am Groot. <laughs> I don't want to venture into me. <laughs> Making fun of Asma. <laughs> All that. <laughs> uh, well, now, you want to be on, so... on the, the last match. <laughs> Dennis, I just don't know how you saw that. Saw Aunt carried Anna to a better performance in the ring. There were like two. I would encourage you to go check out the pins in that match. Like she tries for that crucifix roll where you trap both arms and spin them down. And they just both end up kneeling and then like pin. I, I just, I don't know. I did not, that's not what I saw at, a, at the minimum. And yet, Zoobs, I was less impressed by the next match. <laughs> yeah, private Party versus Top Flight. This one wasn't for me. I didn't have a lot of fun watching these, these four gentlemen get after it. Uh, Mark Quinn looked especially bad, I thought. Also very slow. Dante Martin is the standout performer here. Um, but that is not saying much. There's some sequences that people could say, but for me, the finish summed it all up. Too much flash to the point that somebody messed it up. And yeah, I thought it was a bad 25 minutes of the show. Like low, low tier wrestling for Dynamite, which is their bread and butter. And I'm not complaining about the Bullet Club Gold Gates of Agony. That was a little slow and not, and not, no one was given the hardest, but th- these next two I thought were just crappy matches for me. Um, Bit of a time travel to Pirate Party and, and the Martins. This is like a two and a half, two and a half, three years ago. This is sort of hearkening back to of like when there wasn't the insane roster depth and we were hoping for some breakout. And uh, Dante Martin being the standout was the takeaway from sort of that this mix of like, yeah, there's there's a guy here who's really identifiably great um, and has potential to be a, a real part of this future of this company as like a young star. And it feels like both of these teams sort of like paw hit pause from that time and then then it just never happened for either of them for so long whether it was injury or getting tangled up in some hardy stuff or just not you know with the top flight both of them getting injured um the injuries on private party the the messiness with getting involved in the hardies on that i just thought you know two teams that need a total restart in the company to go back to like 2021 and uh this was not it this was not the the step but they were on tv so there was a while there where Dante Martin was spoken about alongside like Hook and Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Who's the the pillars are four young guys? Who are the other we could lean on? I feel like those three were a grouping in my mind. 
and he just doesn't feel there now to me. It's again, the match isn't terrible. It's not executed poorly. There's just no magic. There's no captured fire at all. It's just going through steps. I want the workhorsemen to just come in and maul these teams. I'm so set on these guys. They should really be the next tag champs uh, or, or the next, next they are. AW just doesn't have committed tag teams that I am that into right now. And I know the young bucks are back and I think that's great. I'm very excited. I like their wrestling. Very excited to have them back as a presence in the tag division, but I see people. It's like, Oh, another Lucha brothers run does nothing for me. FDR's last run. I could barely tell you anything about it. I'd be minorly interested in the guns. I suppose zilch on the acclaimed nothing out of Ricky and bill from what I can tell. Um, let's go with some fresh blood. Who doesn't feel as tainted go with JD Drake has some star power in my mind. He's a play gray roster member. Uh, give it up for the workhorseman. Nice call. Good show. I'd be into it. Now we get a Darby and Sting promo, but not on the Young Bucks. On Ricky and Bill, they're coming for those tag team titles. It actually sort of makes sense to put them on them before uh, uh, before Revolution, I think. Yeah, get Sting's name on t- in the title history in the company and get, um, you know, a... a, a, a it's a signature win, but like a give him a title win, I think it'd be a good idea. I think it'd be cute, be yeah, cute, cute. be pretty cute, be cute, be pretty cute. Uh, I like these videos, uh, they're very Darby, and it just sort of I read them as him being like, Come on, Sting, like, ah, get the get the Corvette, we're going for a drive to somewhere weird, and just shoot it in black and white. All right, Darby, if you think it'll get us over, and now, Zoobs, the reason we watch. Samoa Joe versus Hook. And can you just talk about the, in my mind, effectiveness with which they built to a TV title match for the world championship with 100% assurity? I don't think either of us thought there was even a 1% chance that Hook was going to win. Am I right in saying that for you too, that 0% chance Hook was going to win? Yeah, certainly. Certainly right. Um, Did you still feel that big time sort of uh, build to a world title match? No, not, um, okay. but uh, I was still very interested in it. Like the idea of Hook being uh, a worthy challenger, I thought was well presented. I thought, you know, he, there's, he has the record. He has all the reason in the world to be in the spot. And I thought, um, you know, you're going into this sort of seeing like gut check. Where is Hook? Right. Right. And, and a guy that's been very protected. It's been tr- sort of training wheels, but um, you need to see, you want to see the like, where is he in the bright lights? Where is he up against the top guy? And I was hoping, you know, it would basically go exactly the way that it went here. I thought this was mm. um, exactly how I would do this, um, sort of perfectly booked in this situation. Is like he needs to get like destroyed, basically, and but but show a ton of heart. But like, is it's it, it's more interesting to me for him to be clearly not on the level. And how does he go? Where does he go from there? To like they fifty fifty it and Samoa Joe sneaks it out. Right? It has to be like awakening of like oh shit there's levels to this game and I have, I have a journey to go on. I think with, with a guy like hook who has been um, pretty protected, he's taken losses, but has been pretty protected in terms of like what it takes to beat him. I think it's a, it's a great journey to put him on of like, even though I've cruised through the early part of my career, even though I've had a lot of wins, even though I haven't really been challenged beyond jungle boy, if I want to be great, it's a whole other level of commitment. It's a, it, the the level that Joe is at is a whole different fucking ball game than, than than winning on Rampage and and feuding with Jungle Boy. This is a whole other 
set of of um requirements to meet i thought really awesome and 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 the title reign being joe showing up week in week out and just kicking the piss out of people and him having a long violent title reign that is a recipe that has worked many times over and would work here as well that's for sure yeah and i think they really fulfilled the framing of the match that you set up there where so this is my read on the match. I haven't rewatched it or anything, but there's a Superman punch that Hook throws that looks to me like it connects pretty clean on Joe when they're on the outside very early on the match from the steps to the barricade. And I think Joe just beats the shit out of him. Uh, Joe gave it to him on a couple of those shots, man. The the lariat turns him inside out. The, just a day-to-day strikes his belt in this kid the shoulder block in the middle of the ring just sending him down the size disparity was very clear and Samoa Joe will do that to guys I think I'll never forget Twitter the night he faced Brock Lesnar it's like people are like oh is Brock Lesnar losing weight <laughs> or losing size it's like no <laughs> stop <laughs> it Samoa Joe is huge and I just thought that his the way that he brought it to hook is a style of title reign I can get very into it feels very reminiscent of the old Joe that you're going to have to be a good wrestler to push him to a certain level. He didn't really even get out of gear. He beat the shit out of Hook tonight. Um, my only disappointment was this match was I uh, saw on Twitter, I think Slack posted in the Discord, somebody saying they should redo the Taz and Bam Bam spot from uh, their their second match where the one guy, in this case it would be Samoa Joe, is beating up Hook the whole time, then Hook sinks in the red rum on joe's back then joe jumps and he's so much bigger they do a ring break spot and he crushes him and pins him one two three while the choke is in uh and as soon as i saw that i was like they should do that but they didn't but besides still still a very very good match and <laughs> I, don't know if, uh, I don't know if hook is big enough for that to be a that to be a, a spot well he'd be taz in this situation just choking out the big guy yeah 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 taz is a pretty big dude though like he, i know he's short but he's way, yeah I, yeah I think comparatively in size, though, they would look like Taz and Bam Bam. For sure. For sure. It's a great difference. show. It's a great show. It's a great show. Um, yeah, Dennis Dirty Work is right in pointing out the Uranagi where the announce table Holy just moly. explodes. <laughs> just go, the pieces go sprawling from this. I suspect uh, Hook's going to feel every bit tomorrow. But that's what this is all about, man. Like that's, that's a great thing for Hook to be in there with Samoa Joe tonight and having this match and have a world title shot under his belt. I, I really, really thought this was effective use of everybody tonight. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, this is great. This is what you want the Joe uh, intensity is the great word for it. It's sort of what you want the Joe title match to be because yeah. we sort of we have a bit of a a standard of like the TV title defense, and we can we can the company in general. I think it's a complaint we both had in the last year. We're like, not everything needs to be Mox goes fifty fifty with fucking every single guy that steps in there with him. I like Joe's, and we talked about throughout the course of the episode that like the main title being the focus is the focus. And when with Joe as champion, the title matches are 100% intensity. He's not, yeah. he's not, oh, it's a title match. It's a, it's a TV title match. I'm not going to go as hard. It's like, no, I'm depending on the title. I'm going to kill you. I, I, this is this is the only way that I know how to make sure that I hold on to this is to be as fucking dialed in as humanly possible. Um, I think it sets up for great drama for what it takes uh, to knock him off. I'll lead off with a cycle Sedins' comment here saying, if Joe is losing at Revolution, I'd love to see at least a couple more of these TV main event defenses. Of course, referring to after the match, Joe comes out and muscle busters the youngster after choking him out and then goes back for another one. Hangman Page runs out for the save and then Swerve comes out to the ramp and you have again 
the reminding you the world title picture is Hangman Page, Swerve Strickland, and Samoa Joe. Uh, like Cycle Exodines, I do assume that Joe will be dropping at Revolution. Do you think, even with this setup of these three and they had planted the seed of Hook, do you think we'll get another TV title defense out of Samoa Joe in the coming weeks, Sue? Yeah, I think six weeks is a long time. I think you can get, you can do one or two more. Um, I'd love like, to see another Darby one. Yeah, it doesn't take that much. Like, you know, they they did set up the Hook thing with a couple of weeks of, of small nods. It doesn't take a lot. You don't have to... You, you for a for a, a middle a mid-level challenger for him i think you can get away with it in in a week or two somebody yeah. that like has a personal beef with joe and is not skipping the line but is like ironed it through this and this and i'll let the big dogs take their piece at the pay-per-view but i want to i want my rightfully earned shot whatever it may be um yeah you could even use somewhere. something like that to legitimize joe if somebody we're not thinking of just has a decent win streak and he brought that to joe and was like reputation record here it is he's like all right fine yeah i like it soups yeah um yeah i think i think hangman's winning that title works for me and <laughs> i love samoa joe and i thought this episode was pretty good and the beginning and end were great and credit to aw for putting those on and that is it for tonight's dynamite review portion of the AE double dude Zoobs, as always, thank you, my big brother, for doing this. We're we're so ye- we're years into this weekly. Yeah, people crazy. people in the chat who who do projects, they know you keeping something on the rails weekly. It's no it's no easy task. When Maddie Mac dropped the hard marriage, that made me realize how fucking long, like how many people that have insanely long sub streaks have no idea what that is. Yeah, man, I had some black hair left when we started this. <laughs> my my beard wasn't very gray at all and now i have a lot and i'm getting older too how did we go so long on such a unremarkable episode of dynamite because we love to talk to each other about wrestling yes that's true i did i did uh pull us into the mud a couple times too i suppose yeah come on zoobs come on zoobs have a wonderful night brother and uh, i'll talk to you soon love and energy